Welcome back, everyone, to Drunk Bible Study Bonus Edition, where we are here to bring you all of the updates and information on Ezekiel. Well, we still have him in our grasp. <laughs> time is, time is waning. <laughs> he's slipping. He's slipping as we speak. But right now, we are in the thick of it. Today, we're going to be talking about brass men, temples, and Ezekiel for kids? I don't know. <laughs> Who said that was a good idea? We'll see. We'll see if it is or not. But first, let's start off with this, this humble C-3PO figure. Uh-huh. This brass man. Um, yeah, so I looked up in BibleHub.com, which, you know, their uh, translations and commentary on various things is is always like a fun place to go. And I like what Cambridge Bible for Schools and Colleges said about this man. It says, the man is not to be identified with Jehovah himself who brought the prophet to him. It is scarcely necessary to inquire who the man is. He's a creation of the prophet's own mind, a living symbol of the revelation of God. Uh. So the revelation personified has the attributes of Jehovah himself. Hence, the man is like bright brass and speaks with authority. That's an interesting interpretation. So they're like, you know, he was tripping. Who cares? Don't even worry about it yeah. so much. Yeah. <laughs> Figment of his imagination. Not relevant. Yes. But of course, other people, you know, say it was Jesus and say that it... What? Why? Well, because... Let's see. Because Jesus was made of brass, right? Mm. Okay. I think just that he looked like Jesus or the fact that he was this like beautiful shining figure means that he's Jesus-like. Yeah. Because literally, yeah, the Christian okay. thing of... He doesn't look a thing like Jesus, but he is made of all bronze and yeah. he is measuring stuff. Yeah, exactly. And you were tripping. I love that song. Yeah, that classic song. Yeah, and also that he's, yeah. you know, that it, that it's linked to Revelation somehow, I guess because they... Oh, yeah. I mean, because Ezekiel. Yeah, yeah. So they link it to Revelation, but... My favorite thing that I found was from schmoop.com. I've been on schmoop. Yeah. We've talked about schmoop. Yeah. Yes. They're good times. We've been there before. <laughs> it's really funny. It's like, okay, Ezekiel describes how he's beamed up to the temple site by God and encounters this weird bronze guy with a measuring <laughs> string who guides him around giving really, really detailed descriptions of everything that needs to be measured. And he's like, these directions are obviously really important to Ezekiel and the other Judeans who will eventually come out of exile. The temple's the only place where God can be worshipped perfectly, so the directions have to be followed down to the last cubit and calf. God's very particular about these things. The bronze guy with the measuring cord is evidently some sort of divine angelic architect figure, a messenger of God sent to communicate the highly specific way God wants to be worshipped and the dangers of spending too much time in the tanning bed. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, okay, they're cute. That's cute. Yeah, it's that's cute. fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's very yeah. cute and fun. They got some humor. That's cute. Yeah. So that was a good time. Um, yeah, so basically, I don't know. He's... He's a figure of, a figment of Ezekiel's imagination, perhaps. Mm. Or he's, you know, essentially a, a version of God. I read something that said that, you know, he is God in a vision of a man that Ezekiel sees. And this is how Ezekiel interprets him this time, is that he's a bronze boy. 
which is kind of fun too. Okay, so this is an interpretation that it is God. Yeah, some someone said that too. So that's huh. interesting. There's like three kind of different options. There's never like a definitive thing, I feel. Yeah. It's never that's, definitive. That's fine. That's to be expected, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's For right. something written, you know, almost 3,000 years ago. <laughs> totally. All right. Well, that's what I got. Wow. Okay, wow. So so speaking of this this man... And how it mentioned, you know, these measurements and all these details were really important to Ezekiel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing, though. Maybe they were important to him. And somehow they got written down. And everyone's like, yeah, this goes goes in in the Bible. And this goes, you know, we we love this. But they never built it. This never happened. Unlike with the Ark of the Covenant, where it's like, yeah, then then they went and they did the thing. They built they built the thing according to the instructions. Right. But this was all just conceptual and blueprints. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so after this, we mentioned last week on the bonus where shortly after this is when we get into the second temple period when they do build a new temple once they've come back. Yeah. Uh, like they rebuild Solomon's temple or whatever, and according to the descriptions of that, it does not match these designs. Oh. So okay. Ezekiel got this vision, told everyone about it, and they're like, yeah, so what if we just didn't, though? What if we didn't do that? Hmm. So that's interesting piece number one. And then, of course, anytime there's something that gets, you know, prophesied or instructed and then it doesn't happen, people come up with theories about it. So kind of the hot, 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 hot theory for Christians, at least, is that this is the temple that's going to happen in Revelation. Uh-oh. Oh. Okay, there's the Revelation. But this tie. is going to be the fourth temple. The fourth temple. This will be the fourth temple. Yeah. So the first uh, one... Have there been three? Okay, yeah, please. So the first one was Solomon's temple. Okay. It got destroyed. And then we have the second temple of second temple period fame, which is going to be built not too long from now chronologically, or, you know, from Ezekiel's time. Uh, like five five hundred ish BCE. Okay, and then it gets destroyed, which is the end of the Second Temple period. And then in Revelation, spoilers a little bit. There is another temple that then gets destroyed by the Antichrist, and then a fourth temple is made. And so the prediction is that this may be the design for that fourth one to come. Okay, and what a design. What a design. Well, what a design. Did you were you able to compare your drawings with other artists' renditions? Now, here's the thing I learned from looking up other people's drawings. And that's that other people are architects. <laughs> also, other people spend a lot more time on theirs. Well, I yes, did. yes, I think that's a given. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. There are parts of my drawing that actually, looking at other people's, I'm like, I'm not far off. I'm actually pretty <laughs> impressed. Oh, good. And there's other parts, there's other parts such as sort of the spacing between items that I did not do so good on. That's all right. Oh, yeah. Well, you you know, you were just drawing in the moment. We can give you some... Yeah, you were freehanding it. Come on. Yeah. 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 You didn't have any drafting software pulled up. No. No. <laughs> Rope this into AutoCAD. True. Can you imagine? I think AutoCAD would crash. Can you imagine if I was like, hang on, and we had Excuse this like... Me. let me do this. <laughs> we had this like four hour long episode of me entering in all the dimensions oh into some kind of CAD program. But then I could 3D print it, which would be fun. Cool. But okay, so in, in looking into this, I found, you know, various drawings. And if, if you just, you know, Google it, look it up like Ezekiel's Temple, 
you'll find a lot of these. Some are like floor plans, which is what I was drawing, was kind of like a top-down map view. Um, others are like, you know, side-on views of like, this is what I think the like carvings of palm trees would look like in the gate, stuff like that to kind of show the relative heights of things since those were also described. Okay. But what I found that was the most wonderful is from this site called bibliaprints.com. And I, I like I don't often do this, but I do need to give a little bit of a shout out to this site. So it's super simple. This site sells three posters. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's it. They're 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 posters of the Bible. One is every verse in the Bible printed in different colors, Whoa. so it looks like sort of a rainbow oh, I tapestry. Just it up. Wow! And like wait, every verse super. It's got to be gigantic. Super duper. Yeah. So like super duper tiny print on this. It costs a hundred bucks for a print. Gosh. Um, because it has to be like really high quality printing to be able to read those, yeah. but you can magnify it and see every single word. They have one that's the Tetragrammaton, which is the, the Necronomicon, you know, the first five books. Anomanonanon, <laughs> no, not the Necronomicon, the Tetragrammaton, which is um, the oh sorry sorry the Tetragrammaton. So the Tetragrammaton is Yahweh's name is Yodhewahe is is the the four. Letters, tetra, four words, gram, writing, whatever. Anyway, it's like a, all the words in the Bible with all of the times that Yahweh's name appears in red. So it's like kind of uh, image like that. I mean, looking at these, anyway, the concept is cool. They yeah. look ugly though. Really? I would. I kind of like the rainbow I, one. Ooh, so it's ooh, just ooh, that was the worst ooh, one, Chase. Um, okay. Really? It's mm. just okay. Well, it just looks I've like I've already ordered three. Cute. So. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving them no, as okay, your birthday gifts. <laughs> so, so yeah, I've gotten one for each of you for your birthdays. Um, they're hundred bucks each. But then, also randomly on this site are these free Bible animations. Okay. And so, not only is there a like six minute long 3D rendering of like traveling through Ezekiel's temple from this chapter that we just read like going through the doors. It shows you all the diagrams and like lists the measurements as you go and quotes the verses. It's actually really cool. But it also has a video for chapter 41, which is more instructions about the temple, and another video for chapters 42 and 43, which are also more instructions about this temple. So pretty wonderful. It's a preview that next week is going to be all temple all the time. Gosh. So my drawing is going to grow. But it's actually a really cool video, like kind of showing this person's interpretation. And I could not find any information about this person. Huh. Huh. Like, Mystery. I can't find any about me page. I can't, couldn't find anything about who this person is, why they did this. But they did some really cool animations. They've also got some animations from Revelation, which you can't watch because that's spoilers. Wow. It's got animations of Ezekiel's vision at the beginning of Ezekiel, which I haven't watched yet. Well, most importantly, Jace, are are you going to post a little side by side comparison of your drawing with this person's rendering? Yeah, in the in the group. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Let's hope you do. I think probably what would be better to compare mine to is if you go to the Wikipedia page for Ezekiel's temple, mm -hmm. uh, or for I'm sorry, for Ezekiel forty, for chapter forty. There's a drawing that's by Charles Chippies, which is <laughs> my favorite name ever? of a person of ever. I think. Um, I think it's actually Charles Chippier or something Chippier. like that. He was I'm pretty sure he was French, um, but he did artistic renderings of a lot of historic 
monuments and buildings to try to recreate like what they would have looked like at the time. But he also did a floor plan of Ezekiel's temple. And I think his is not too far off from mine. I'll, I'll post the comparison in the Facebook group so you can decide for yourself. Amazing. Well, I'm really glad that you put in that effort at the very least. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm glad it's appreciated. So I wanted to know, what's Ezekiel, but like kids edition? Mm. What's Ezekiel Jr.? Ezekiel Jr. You know, I like that. Yeah, I, I wanted to know that too. Like, you know how they take like famous Broadway productions and mm-hmm. take them, you know, turn them into something that a children's theater group can do. Like they make them one act and yeah. then it's like Into the Woods yeah. Jr. Yeah. we. I mean, Dedeker and I went and saw Guys and Dolls Jr. Right. Right. At my sister's school. What? What, what is that like? Uh, it was adorable. It was a bunch Aww. of tiny little kids wearing suits and singing songs. It was but by tiny little kids, he means high school kids. Yeah, these were not high schoolers. These were they were high schoolers. It was out of high no, school. Those were middle schoolers. It was those no. Were middle it was Jace. It was out of high school. No, it was in the auditorium, but it, they were. It was out of high school. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. You're kidding me? They were infants. It's been a long time since you've been in high school. Yes, high schoolers are infants. Oh, you know what? Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. This is the second production oh of Guys God. and Dolls Jr. that I've seen. Oh my God, Okay, you're getting, at, them, so, you're getting them mixed up. <laughs> so wow. at, at my own high school, oh yeah, one of the neighboring like middle schools or elementary schools did Guys and Dolls Jr. in our theater. And Cute. I did go see that and it was adorable. They were both adorable in different ways. Um, <laughs> but yes, I did get those confused. I'm so sorry. Anyway, Ezekiel Jr. the musical. Please tell us about it. So I I did just Google Ezekiel for kids just to see what came Mm -hmm. up. And sure enough, there's a lot of resources, a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of Sunday school resources. The first thing I found was this really cool PDF of like maybe a slideshow of a bunch of art that looks like it was done in MS Paint and text (laughs) on slides that are Comic Sans. I love that. And it says it was made in 2021. So... That's that. My favorite part of it, and and I'll post this in the group, that when they're explaining the part where Ezekiel had to lay on his left side forever. Oh, God. Oh, wow. That he's there laying on his side, and it looks like he's on a shag carpet, perhaps, like a yellow shag carpet. He's like, oh, hello. Yeah, yeah, it's very much (laughs) that. Maybe they're trying to make it into some dry grass or something, but it just reads a shag carpet. Mm. So that's pretty fun. Um, (laughs) I found a woman's website where it seems like maybe she's both a Sunday school teacher and a homeschooling teacher. A woman's website. I I thought it was like, this is a women's website. Like, this is a website for women. I was like, what are you talking about? That belongs to a woman. A woman's website. Okay, cool. I think she's a Sunday school teacher and a homeschool teacher. And she she posted, you know, a PDF of her resources that she uses for teaching little kiddos about Ezekiel. And then Mm -hmm. at the end, she has some questions and she's categorized the questions between younger kids, middle kids, and older guys. (laughs) Okay. And... Older guys. That's literally what it says. Okay. And what I just thought was funny was under younger kids, there's not even any questions. She just says, this story is a little hard for young kids and it can be pretty scary. So I would mainly focus on talking through the images of God and who God is. God. Now, then I went down the rabbit hole of kids Christian content on YouTube, which is... Boy, oh boy. What a landscape it is. It's a real fun time. Very low budge. Extremely okay. low budge mm-hmm. stuff. It was a real slog going through the low budge. Um, there was definitely a recurring theme in the sense that 
the dry bone story seems to be the most accessible story to tell children. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, it's a fun story. Everything else, people are like, I don't know, you know. So a lot of content did circle around the dry bone story. There was a version that was done stop with stop motion Legos. That was actually pretty cute. Okay, that sounds great. There was a version that I watched of a woman like in a church service presenting two little kids. And she had kind of this fun like pop-up book diorama sort of thing that she used. And at the end, she was like, and the moral of the story is that, you know, just like these dry bones, like if your life is feeling like things are kind of falling apart and not great, God's going to come along and put them back together. And it says that in the Bible. Oh, yeah? And I was like, I guess that's kind of the message. Of kind that. of the message. Kind here. of, yeah, you know, kind, kind of. of. That's, like, that's, that's a nice that's way weird. of interpreting it for the kiddos. If you combine that with then also telling the kid, but the reason that things suck right now is your fault. <laughs> then that's yeah. more accurate with, with Ezekiel's message. Yes, yeah. with the actual theme here. Now, there is one video that I'm going to show you and I'm going to post it okay. in our Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group as well. Now, this is a video that does not have a lot of views. Like, a little bit over a thousand views and posted by National mm. Park Church. It only has eight likes. Yeah. And this one oh, actually... Hang, oh, nine. 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 <laughs> Good job. Well done. This video was on the upper end of the production value that I saw. Mm-hmm. And what stood out is that Ezekiel's played by like a paper bag puppet. But it's all 3D rendered. But it's 3D rendered. But he's also but a paper bag. He's a paper bag puppet. So... Yeah. Let's just watch a little snippet of this. Okay, great. Suddenly there was a noise, a rattling sound. The bones were coming together. Bones to bones, tendons to bones, flesh over bones, and skin over flesh. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. God said. Wait, they're paper bags? Oh, sorry. I have to to pause for a moment. (laughs) They're all paper bags. (laughs) Yeah, so that's the funny part. There's bones. They all come magically sliding together and they stand up. (laughs) And then he's like, then he put flesh on them. But the flesh is actually paper bags. He puts paper bags over them. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Okay. (laughs) And it's just an army of paper bag puppets. Meanwhile... The puppet, like the paper bag puppet of Ezekiel is just screaming the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Okay, I'm going to keep playing. Keep on, keep on. I'm going to keep playing. Speak to the breath for me. Say, this is what God says. Breath, come into these bones so that they may live. Ezekiel did what God said. Cool shockwave. Breath entered the bones. They came to life and a vast army stood before Ezekiel. God said to Ezekiel, these bones are like my people of Israel. I want you to speak to them for me. God told Ezekiel to say, this is what God says. And that's it. Wow. Like, okay. And the funny okay. part is when the breath goes into them, they're still paper bags, but now they have lips. But that's how you know they're alive. That's amazing. The lips. Cool. So, wow. Well, that was actually pretty cool. great. So yeah. be sure to check out the Facebook group for that. A surprisingly good production quality. Right? I will Compared say, to all the other stuff that I slogged through, <laughs> pretty good. Jeez. I like that there were some artistic choices that were made of making them paper bags mm-hmm. so that it's less scary for the kids like yeah. us. <laughs> Jeez, oh, that's, a, that's a lot. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. So one, well, one last thing I, I wanted to sort of pat ourselves on the back here. Um, about Ezekiel 40. The last chapter that we read is just that in my research, I did find that there was this 
what what is he? A medieval Jewish philosopher named Maimonides. Anyway, I'm not sure how you say that. But he referred to the chapters of Ezekiel that we read 40 and then also the chapters we'll be reading next time as being complex for the common reader and even for the seasoned scholar. Huh, I see. So, so Maimonides is on our side. He's like, you're doing great work. Keep up, keep up the good work. <laughs> Why, thank you. I'm assuming that's what he's saying. He didn't say that part to me specifically, but you know. <laughs> but maybe we can we'll believe see. that from beyond the grave, that's what he's hoping. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's lovely. Wow. Well, thank you so much, everyone. As always, this is a fun time researching Ezekiel and researching all of the stuff that we have no idea what is being talked about in this crazy book, the Bible. And we will see you next week for more of that. Can't wait. Bye.